How do you grow and scale your business when your team members are afraid to grow and scale with you? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. We're in store for some hard conversations, my friends. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always learn about working with me over at heathergrayconsulting.com. And today we're facing a listener question that I think a lot of business owners and solo practitioners often find themselves in. When we first start out in our businesses, most of us are starting out with teams of just one or two or a few. Brick and mortar service provider shops might end up having more of a roster of team members and staff members as they scale and, you know, fill slots on their schedule. But a lot of small business owners, solo practitioners, and people like myself who run virtual private practices find their businesses starting with a team of one, and then maybe they'll slowly grow to a team of two or three as they hire on for assistant tasks or office management tasks. And then at some point as a business owner, you might find yourself ready to scale and grow to the next level, to a more significant level. And if your team is used to it just being this small mom and pop shop, just you and another team member, or just you and a few team members, as you start to grow and scale, it can create nerves, it can create anxiety, and it can create a whole host of questions for your team member. And it can force you to have some difficult, challenging conversations as the boss and leader of your business. I think that's where today's listener finds herself. So let's read the question and then I'll find all of you on the other side. Hi, Heather. I love your podcast. Here's a suggestion for a topic. How do you deal with an employee who's scared? I'm leading business outside of our comfort zone. Lately, I've been working on self-development and joined what could be called a group mastermind for lawyers. As a result, the bottom line of our business is much better. I'm already making more than I did last year. This means a lot of change for everyone, including a valued employee, and she's resistant to the change. Thanks. So, you know, first of all, congratulations on the growth you've accomplished for your business. I think it's fantastic when people, you know, stop their routines and stop doing what they've always done, thinking, you know, that they're ready for the next level and can create growth and change for themselves. That is in itself a really scary and intimidating process sometimes. And I think that the the idea that you hired a mastermind, you learned some new strategies, got outside your comfort zone and tried some new things is deserving of recognition. And now, you know, you're managing an employee who's been with you since the beginning when times were a little bit slower and business was less and you're facing that resistance. I think it's really common to experience this with team members. One of the reasons why I think this happens has nothing to do with the employee and everything to do with the business owner. Because a lot of times what happens is business owners, they decide for themselves, I want to grow this business. I want to scale. I'm ready for the next level. 
And then as the bosses and leaders of their business, they go and do whatever is necessary to do that. They learn whatever skill or strategy they have to accomplish that. And then suddenly what ends up happening is they're assigning new tasks to their team or they're creating new offerings for their team members to support. And it becomes a system of delegation versus a system of conversation. And what ends up happening is your employees and your team members, they see the writing on the wall. They see you making changes. They see you operating the business differently, making decisions differently, managing differently, and they don't always know what that means. And they don't know what further change is coming down the pike because it doesn't occur to the business owner, the leader, or the manager to include their team because it's their vision, their business, their process, and then their their employees are left filling in the gaps. And a lot of times when what ends up happening with people is, you know, when someone says something, does something, doesn't say something, or doesn't do something, we create stories out of that. An employee who sees all of the changes that are happening, all of, you know, the new job descriptions and the new tasks and the new deadlines without being told what where, why, and where you all are going, that employee is likely to fill the blanks in with their own story. Am I about to be fired? Is this going to outgrow me? Am I going to be assigned tasks that I don't know how to do? Am I capable of this level of growth? And because all of that anxiety grips the employee, they end up presenting as resistant. They end up sort of saying, well, this is the way we've always done it right? Like that is what's comfortable, that's safe, because the way they always did it allowed them to be really super successful in in your eyes. And they were doing a good job and they were pleasing you. Now suddenly the game is changing and they don't know whether or not they're going to be able to show up. They don't know whether or not they're going to be able to deliver your expectations and they don't know how much more they're able to willing and grow. And sometimes they may not be willing to do anymore. They may feel like, no, like this is the job I signed on for. This isn't how I want to be spending my work days. And so that could also be a conversation. So what I would encourage you to do, and you know, on some level, you probably have already started at least a little bit of this process, given that you're already seeing your employee being resistant to change. I'm sure on some level, the two of you have talked about it. But what I like to do in these situations is to clear out any misunderstandings by creating a really firm foundation. Because what we're doing in doing this is it'll feel like you've started over. It'll feel like you're taking a couple of steps back. But what you're doing is building a form of communication that allows you to hold accountability should the deliverable still not measure up, should you still be experiencing tension. So what I like to do is encourage business owners to give themselves a fresh start in these situations, to sit down with their team members and say, hi, I would like to check in with you about some changes I've made about the business. And you're either going to say, I know I talked to you about this six weeks ago when this all first started, or you might end up having to do a mea culpa and say, I know I should have included you in this earlier. But regardless of where you are in that process, here is what I want you to know and think. I recently started to think about my business and towards the end of 2018, I was looking ahead to what 2019 could be. And I realized that if I didn't do 
anything different. We were going to be stuck at the same income level. And I see my talent and my ability and our, you know, our team dynamic and our team's ability capable of doing more. And my vision for what we're doing and creating has expanded and changed. I realized that I didn't know what I didn't know. So I've hired and leaned on a mastermind group that offers new ideas for small businesses and helps me move through the world differently. As a result of that, I have learned the following X strategies, A, B, and C. This is where I think it can take the company. I realized that before I did this, I either didn't get your buy-in or I accepted your ambivalent in buy-in. But now that we're looking at the actual changes that are coming in this business, I want to include you in the goals because I want you to decide for yourself whether or not this goal for the business matches the goal you have for your career and your profession. Because just because I've changed this for myself, it doesn't mean that you have to sign on to this change. And if this isn't where you want to be, I understand we can let go, but we need to have an honest conversation about the goals and plans I have for the business so you can decide whether or not you want them for yourself. These are the tasks that I imagine you would be involved in. These are the conversations I imagine you're going to be included in. And I would like you to take some time to think about this. I would like you to look at my goals and my plans for the future. I'd like you to hear me out on where I would like to go next. And then I would like you to take some time to think about where you see your role in that picture, what you would like your role to be, and whether or not you want this kind of role for yourself. And we can figure it out together. Because going forward, in order to grow and scale to the level we want to grow to, or I aspire to grow to, we are all going to have to start making some changes. I've done this for myself simply by signing on to the mastermind group and considering what they had to say. But I'm inviting you to have that same conversation with yourself. Because then what's going to happen is you're going to lead with that. You're going to give them all the information. You're going to identify that they should have been included in the first place. You're going to hear their questions, ask their questions, give them time to think about it. And then at a reasonable time that works for you and your management style, then you circle back and say, so I outlined where I'm going in the company for the next, you know, X number of months or X number of years. Do you see yourself as fitting into that picture? It's okay if you don't, but let's have an honest conversation. And then if the person says yes, you are able to say, I'm so glad to have you on board. I've been worried about your sort of buy-in into this process because I observed A, B, and C, and it made me think you were resistant to change. And I don't want anyone on this team to feel like they have to be resistant. It's okay if it's not the right opportunity for you because I need you to know going forward, my vision for this company is non-negotiable. I will set you up for success. I will hear your questions. I will offer you the training. I will give you every opportunity for success, but we can't keep managing this resistance the way we are because it's getting in the way of the business I want to have, the business I want to lead, and the revenue I want to generate. So that is the crystal clear, direct, most therapeutically appropriate script you could possibly use. You obviously are 
going to want to adapt it to your own style. You are going to want to include the specifics of what you've observed and what is relevant to your situation. But what you're basically telling somebody is, this is my vision. I didn't include you in it before, or perhaps it wasn't clear, or perhaps you didn't know what it was going to feel like. So let's review where we're at. Let's review how we got there. Let me inform you of my goals for the company. And let me give you an opportunity to decide whether or not this is something you want for yourself. Because if you don't, we can let go in peace. And if you do, here are the expectations going forward. Because the way it's been going with a negative attitude or resistance or however you want to describe it simply isn't working for the business. Does this make sense? Because then you can get a sense of their ambivalence. You can understand where their questions are coming from. You can offer the training. But you are having a crystal clear conversation with clear expectations and eye contact and the whole thing. So that in two weeks, if you're coming up with a new idea, asking your employee to try something new and you're being met with that same resistance, you are going to go and say, be able to go back to the employee and say, hey, listen, I'm a little confused here because two weeks ago, I thought we had a conversation. I thought we got crystal clear. I thought you knew the two expect new tasks and responsibilities. But now again, I'm seeing that old resistance pop up. Is there anything here we need to talk about? Because then you're going to be holding accountability. You're going to create create professional development plans, or you're going to fire with love or something along those lines. But you are creating the foundation for what you expect. You are giving your employee an opportunity to buy in. You are offering your employee any training or direction they might need to set them up for success and answering all their questions. And then you are going forward with your vision with the hope that they come along, but understanding too that sometimes people just can't grow with you. It's the same thing in friendships. It's in the same thing in marriages that we all grow and develop and change our minds. And sometimes some people simply can't grow with us. You know, when I transitioned to an it from an in-person, um, brick and mortar private therapy practice to a virtual practice. I invited some people, even though I still had my office, to join me virtually so that they didn't have to manage the schedule. And they took me up on it. And other people, as soon as the brick and mortar closed, they were moving on and seeing someone else because that is a new way of working that they didn't necessarily sign up for. And we allow people to make that decision for themselves and to take control and ownership over the experience. That that way, it's not, oh, I got talked out of a job or my job, you know, my, bo- my job was scaled around me or any other employee victim story. It's you're telling your employee what you want them to think. You're letting them know that they're a valued member of the community and of the team and you want them to be successful here, but that there's conditions for doing that. I think you had just a bang on, really good, really important question. Thank you so much for reaching out to me today. Um, anybody who has a question, and wants my two cents on your life or your business, do send your question in. You can find me over at heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.